Hey, everybody. Happy June. Happy National Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Month. I hope everybody is uh, having a good time as we kick off summer here. And I hope that you're excited, as excited as I am because I have a super special series of podcast episodes coming for you for this month because my family is celebrating our five-year anniversary of being a plant-based vegan family. And we think that that's pretty cool. So cool we've decided to share an interview series with you. I've never done anything like this before. They've never done anything like this before. So it's going to be a lot of fun for us and fun for us to explore together and share with you what that journey of eating a plant-based diet has been like over the past several years, um, hoping to give you some different perspectives. You know, you hear my voice and my perspective all the time. Um, whether you want to or not, you get a lot of my perspective all the time. And, you know, I'm only one person. I'm one perspective. And for each individual who is on a health journey or who has adopted a new way of eating, that journey is different. That perspective and experience is different. You know, um, their benefits, their struggles are all unique. So wanted to share some of that with you as we celebrate the anniversary. Maybe it will help you learn something new. Maybe it will inspire you to try something new, or at the very least, um, here's some new stories. Hey there, and welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. This is the show for you if you believe that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and you're ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a little bit of coffee. I'm Steph. I'm your wellness and nutrition coach and your host, and I want to make it really clear. You're not expected to be or live perfectly here. Lord knows I don't. After battling diet culture and then learning to navigate the world of wellness culture myself, I know a few things are true. One, it doesn't have to be complicated to be effective. Two, you are capable of creating a lifestyle you love. And three, you have everything you need to start doing that today inside your own beautiful self. On this show, we'll talk about nourishing yourself, moving your body, getting a good night's sleep, caring for your mental health, being in community, and maintaining day-to-day -day practices that make you feel good. I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a lifestyle of wellness that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Okay, first to kick things off, we are chatting with my mom. Hey, mom. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. This is my favorite weekly podcast. <laughs> Thank you. No bias. No bias there, I'm sure. Um, some of you know my mom because she's on Instagram as uh, should have been chef, and I tag her and her food a lot. And now I know that many of you are also like followers and friends on Instagram. So we'll put some voice and story behind the Instagram name, okay? So when I, um, when I first, you know, so five years ago, when I first started exploring this idea of 
plant-based diet. It was because I accidentally watched the documentary, What the Health? Some of, some of you are familiar with that, right? Um, accidentally watched the documentary and I am like not allowed to watch documentaries anymore because I watch one and, you know, have a major <laughs> life change. So um, I remember I watched the documentary at night and then the next morning we met at the gym and we're just kind of chatting like, Okay, so I watched this documentary, and I think I'm going to give it a whirl. Um, when I said that to you, do you remember what you thought? I do. I do remember. <laughs> as, as we all know, you are always seeking out new endeavors, new adventures, right? You know? Yeah. You're always looking for something new. I've and tried I thought, a lot of things. <laughs> right. And I thought, okay, so here's the next thing that Stephanie's going to do. But I loved it. I totally was in. You thought, think from the first moment you were like on board? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And anything that we can do to help each other be better, eat better. It was it was very exciting for me. I thought that it could benefit all of us in some way. Mm -hmm. I was actually reeling with how I could make it work for all of us. I already hadn't been eating meat in over 20 years, but it was such a huge leap for the rest of you. Yeah. And that was like a long. So we should back up and probably say that. Right. So you were a vegetarian for 20 years. Right. Since, since 1995, actually. Right. So to, math is hard. <laughs> math is hard right now. <laughs> That's why I just yeah, said okay, over, so 20 like over 20 years. I'm not going to do that right now. But um, so, so what were you eating then? Like you were vegetarian, but like, what were you like? I was eating diet? what everybody else was eating, like the side dishes. That was my main, you mm -hmm. know, I was eating the, the pasta, the vegetables, the potatoes, but I also did eat a lot of eggs and mm -hmm. a lot of cheese at the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was something, that was the transition for me, eliminating those things from my diet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, I thought, I can't do without these things. I need that protein. Yeah. Well, and you, it, as, it sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. It just didn't take long for me to figure out I didn't need them. But I think it was super common at the time to be vegetarian and maybe, maybe still now, I don't feel like I actually know a lot of vegetarians right now. I know either like vegans are omnivores. But I think at the time that was a very vegetarian mindset of eggs and cheese are where you rely on your protein and where you right. rely on your fats. Right. Right. That's, that's what I was thinking at the time. And I actually didn't eat a lot of beans at the time for being a vegetarian. Right. It was not, it was not a huge thing in my diet. Yeah. I don't really remember eating a lot of beans growing up with the exception of like chili. Yes. Chili, Mexican food, refried right. beans, chickpeas right. in a salad, but it wasn't that like you could make an entree surrounded around right. beans. They weren't a huge staple. Right. Yeah, totally. So you were vegetarian then. Like I remember you said vegetarian. If you had to give the way that you eat now some kind of label or description, what would that be? Yeah, that's easy. I would say real food. Huh. Plant-based, vegan, but, but real food, whole food. Yeah. Food that looks like food. Right. I don't want food that's out of a box. And also, I think I would say anything goes. I'm a firm believer of putting any food together at any time of day. If it's healthy and it tastes good, then by all means, put it together and enjoy it. I don't really think that it has to be, oh, I made this dish. Mm -hmm. I just take what is working for me and cover all the bases and put it together and eat it. Yeah. Like all the components going together. I think you definitely challenge the idea of like, this is a breakfast food. This is a lunch food. And it's just kind of like food is food. Yeah. I don't do that. I wake, <laughs> I wake up in the morning and whatever is appealing to me, I look in the refrigerator. I pull, them, pull some things out and put it together. Yeah. 
So I definitely, when I picture, like if someone were to ask me the way that you eat, I think that I would say whole food plant-based. Like as far as like labels people know about, I think that's right. Be accurate. True. I I believe that is accurate. Yes. Yeah. Um, So when you started to make that switch and you kind of mentioned this, but when you started to switch from vegetarian to that whole food plant-based, was any of it hard? I guess at the time it felt hard thinking about feeding my family so they were satisfied. Mm -hmm. I was worried about that. And I wanted this, whatever we were calling our new way of life to work. Mm -hmm. And I was the main cook at the family at the time. And I was concerned that I was able to keep everyone going. And I guess especially dad, because Mm -hmm. he was such a huge meat eater Mm -hmm. his whole life. And I wanted everyone to be interested, but also fed with the vitamins and nutrients that everybody needed. Um, And that was a challenge at the time. But as it turns out, it was not a very hard challenge. Yeah. It feels scary in the beginning. I think intimidating to know that you're still nourishing well, right? Because we're so used to, like we said, eggs are a a protein source. Meat is a protein source. And then when you pull that, you're like, are we going to still hit everything that we need to get? We're still going to be healthy. And, and was dad going to be hungry? Yeah. I was worried about that. So. Yeah. I think a lot of people, it'd be interesting to talk to dad about if he was worried about that. I don't <laughs> know what he's going to say, but dad's always hungry, but yeah. he knows that that's a him thing. <laughs> right. I also think he knows you're not going to let him go hungry. So right. I don't know how much I worry. That's a fear in my life. I don't want people to be hungry. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Maybe we should link a, we should link a donate feed the hungry link in Most this podcast episode. definitely in this Most little definitely. series let's think about I am all for that, that now so check the show notes when this is live check there'll be a link in the show notes that's something about donating maybe we'll um try to donate to the same cause like what do we like um no hungry kids is one i really like right. but there's also like some new ones in buffalo um there's yeah. a restaurant called big big table that i think is fantastic mm-hmm. and anybody can eat there regardless of Right, like what they're able to give. Yes. There's also like food, not bombs. Absolutely. That's a good one. Okay. So we're going to look into this and new ideas. This is how most of my ideas come is we're just like brainstorming about random things. So should have thought about this before, but um, this series of podcasts this month will be dedicated to raising money for some one of those organizations. Check the show notes. Love it. I love it. I love it. Um, So I think also the part you said about, um, Wanting it to be like satisfying, wanting it to taste good. And I think that's something people struggle with too. I know it's something I talk to clients about a lot that are like, okay, well, I want to eat this food, but it doesn't taste like what I'm used to, or I'm missing these favorite flavors. Right. There something. are so many ways to make things not boring. Yeah. Combinations of foods and, mm-hmm. and homemade sauces. And I'm, I'm a firm believer of food combos make terrific flavors. Yeah. Yeah. And they also say, and I believe this, they say that um, after you take a little bit of time away from highly processed food and you, you know, kind of step back from using a lot of dressings or a lot of of box foods or whatever, your taste buds do shift a little bit to the point where you are able to taste and experience and enjoy the actual flavor of the food. Right. I use very little dressings, condiments, anything with my food. Yeah. I just use the food as flavor, use the moisture foods, you know, steamed spinach adds the moisture to it. Mm -hmm. But I don't really, I don't really use, 
extra additives or condiments or things like that in my food. Do you think that that's a change in your taste buds from five years ago? Yes, I did evolve. Mm-hmm. You know, my health had me evolve with my foods and, mm-hmm. and had to eliminate, you know, what other people consider are things that make food taste good, like onion and garlic and peppers and things. Mm-hmm. So I think over time, I certainly did evolve and I learned to appreciate what food really does taste like. And, yeah, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty lucky to have what we have. So yeah, I can't complain. And this is something we didn't plan on talking about, so we don't have to talk about it now, but it might be a conversation worth revisiting that you right, have other... I didn't plan on talking about yeah, it. Yes, so I was going to say that she, um, mom has other dietary restrictions. So there are things like, like we said, things like onion or pepper or spices that don't agree with your system. Right. So things that you or like that I or listeners might rely on, like, oh, throw some hot sauce on it. Like that doesn't work in your world. So right. you really have relied on the flavors of foods themselves. Definitely. And learn to appreciate them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we can, that can always be a conversation for a different day if we decide. Well, I would like to add it in right now. I also learned to appreciate it. Like you would say, you want to raise money for people who do go hungry. Mm-hmm. I've learned that I'm not going hungry. So doing without the things that I know that I can't have is not a big deal because yeah. there truly are people in this world that, that don't have the access to the food that I do have. So I'm I'm lucky even if I can't have that stuff. Perspective. Right. Um, so those are like some things that you may be worried about or that were hard. Were there any surprising benefits that you found from whole food plant based? I'm laughing asking this question because I already know, I know. they're going to be. But were there benefits to adopting a whole food plant based diet for you? Most definitely. And actually having the conversation like almost brings tears to my eyes because I thought that I was going to struggle with my blood pressure the rest of my life. I thought it was just a genetic thing that I got from my mother mm-hmm. and I just kept going stricter and stricter with my diet as far as being healthy. Mm-hmm. And I am officially now off of my blood pressure medication. Woohoo! Yeah, it's, it's a huge relief. How long has it been since you've been off your medication? I went back and forth a little bit, but it's right now it's been, what would you say, like three to five months. Yeah, I was trying to remember that I, am, that I am off of it and haven't felt the need to go back. So Right, right. So yeah, and I also will really say that I have more energy than I have had in a very long time. You know, you, you want to go to the gym and you pump yourself up and woo woo, but like I wake up in the morning feeling like I have energy. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the afternoon, I still feel like I can do things. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't feel like that right. a few years ago. Yeah, that's huge. And that's probably a combination too, right, of um, food giving energy and also food healing your system enough that you could come off a medication that was preventing you from having energy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a double factor right. there of like not only the food benefiting your body, but the food benefiting you enough that you lose the side effects of medication, right. which also benefits your body. Yeah, I I do not like being on medications at all. And I'm real prone to whatever the side effects are. So, mm-hmm. so being free of that is just... Yeah. It's very liberating. Yeah. Do Did you think that that would be a benefit? Like when you started this or started trying it out, did you ever think that would happen? I know that people say that they get off of their medications, mm-hmm. but the situation that I was in, I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not think that it was going to happen for me that well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kept trying and I kept thinking I was there and then boom, up goes my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that problem. So yeah. I I am so grateful that it was something that could be taken care of through my diet. Yeah. There's 
Um, I think, I don't know if I've mentioned this on here before, but some people, a lot of people have read the book Atomic Habits or James Clear has been, you know, a popular name or, or um, title this past year. And there's one analogy in Atomic Habits that's really about like tipping the scale, the moment that tips the scale. Mm -hmm. And so you saw success because you stuck with it. And a lot of times what happens is people might say, yeah, I'm going to try to eat a healthier diet to improve my blood pressure. And after two or three weeks, not really noticing changes, stuff starts to you know slip back into old patterns. And in Atomic Habits, they give this analogy of, um, I can't remember if I've said this on the show or not, but we're going to say it again anyway, um, of an ice cube in a room. So you're sitting there and there's an, um, there's a say 25 degree room and there's an ice cube sitting on the table. Okay. We start to turn the heat up one degree at a time and you're sitting there. Right. 26, nothing happens. 27, nothing happens. Right. 28, nothing happens. But if you stick with it till the heat is at 32, that ice cube starts to melt. Now you didn't get right. there in one big jump, but if we stopped trying when it was 31 degrees, you never would know what the tipping point right. would be. Over the last few years, I kept thinking I was getting there and, and mm -hmm. doing a little bit better and a little bit better. And just of you know in the last year or two i had some drastic issues with it mm -hmm. and i finally woke up one morning and i was like i can't do this anymore drastic mm -hmm. times call for drastic measures mm -hmm. and i have got to take control of this myself mm -hmm. yeah bam bam <laughs> look at that <laughs> so if somebody else is listening to this and they might be interested in adopting a plant-based diet or eating more whole foods, are there any kind of like tips you would offer them? Sure. I guess the first thing I would say is don't stress about it. Mm -hmm. I know we can't always control whether or not, you know, we're, we're experiencing stress or what we stress about, but the way I look at it is in the big picture of life with all that's going on in this world right now, this doesn't need to be one of those stressors. It doesn't need to be a big stressor. Mm -hmm. If you want it badly enough, it's possible. If it truly is a struggle for you, reach out to someone. Mm -hmm. There are so many people in this community, Stephanie, one of them, of course, that can answer your questions, that can give you the help. There's so many lovely people in this community that want to help you succeed in being healthy. And I think that if you, if you want it and you reach out for the help and you get it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, were there things like... Um, like when you are, were putting together meals for the beginning times, not articulating this well, I'm just thinking, it, like what makes it easier for you? So if somebody is looking in their fridge or looking in their pantry and being like, I want to eat more whole foods or I want to eat more plant-based, like where would you have them start? First of all, exactly that, the whole foods. Mm -hmm. But pick out the ones that you like. If it's rice, pasta, potatoes, mm -hmm. keep them in the house. Mm -hmm. Keep the stuff out of the house you don't want to eat, but mix and match. Have yourself a variety of everything. Mm -hmm. Frozen vegetables, canned vegetables, fresh vegetables, whatever it is you like, or try something you've never had before. But don't say, I don't have anything to eat. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to eat. There's always something to eat. Mm -hmm. And again, reach out. There's yeah. so many resources for you to look into. Yeah putting things together, right? Like I think people overthink your absolutely, they overthink it. Right. And that's why we've adopted the, it doesn't have to be complicated to be effective right. over here. They overthink it and think like, I don't know what to eat. That's plant-based. Yes. You, yes, you do because real food. That's too. what I say. Well, eat real food. 
yeah, but also two thirds of what's in your house is probably plant-based already, right? Like when people say, I don't like vegan food or I don't want to eat something that's vegan. And I would say like, so you don't eat pretzels or pasta or Oreos, like all that stuff's vegan. That's not whole food, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like, yes, yes, you do. So if you're not sure what to eat that's plant-based, you can eat rice. You can't, Mexicans always like it a go-to kind of thought, right? Because people eat rice. It's in the house. Beans are in the house. Whatever vegetables you like are in the house. I like potatoes in my Mexican. Yes. (laughs) Like roasted potatoes. Roasted roasted potatoes or hash browns. It doesn't matter. There's not a potato I don't like, but you can do anything with them. Yeah. I saw, you ever see that meme that's like, um, clearly the other vegetables aren't applying themselves. Like potatoes can be mashed potatoes, French fries, hash browns, tater tots, and vodka. So like the other vegetables (laughs) are not applying themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Most definitely. And also... You can do anything with pasta, too, as we just learned this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You could put pasta on the grill. Yeah. It's delicious. Put it in the air fryer, right? So it can be fun, I think, too. Like, it doesn't doesn't have to be stressful if you look at it. It can actually be fun. Yeah. It's like experimenting. So um, is there anything else that you think you've learned in the last five years? Oh, my gosh. I know. That you want to share with people? Five years. Wow. Well, five years. Yeah. Time moves quickly. Yeah. Time can change, you know, anything can change on a dime. So it doesn't have to be something that you've planned on. Things change. Mm -hmm. And every day is a precious gift. And there's always something that we can do for ourselves, for others to better ourselves. And I think being healthy is a great way to start. And my choice is to be as healthy as I can and to help my family be as healthy as they can. So we can continue to be there for each other to be there for others. Life is short. I've learned that you don't want to wait. You just want to do it. You want to be healthy now. Now is the time to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because who knows what tomorrow will bring you. Yeah. I love that. I think people do wait, right? Like wait for when I feel more prepared, I'll start to change the way I eat or when summer's less busy, right. I'll change the way I eat or, or when my health right is worse. Now? Yeah. Right. You're never really going to be ready. That's a theme we've talked about here too, right? Like we never feel a hundred percent ready or confident to do something that the time is just, if you're thinking about it, if it's on your heart, like the time's now. Right. But we've also talked about when we feel good, when we feel better, Mm -hmm. we can do the things better that we need to do. Mm -hmm. We can be there for each other, for our families. When we're feeling good, you wake up in the morning and you're feeling lousy. You're not going to be the best help to anyone in your world right Mm -hmm. then. Yeah. So if you if you get yourself to a point where you're feeling good more times than not, you can be there for yourself better. You can be there for your family better. You can be there for your job better. Yeah. It's like flip-flopping things, right? Instead of saying like, when I have my family life under control, then I'll care for my health. Or when work is less busy, I'll care for my health. Right. Well, it's That's the opposite. the wrong way, right? Yeah, it's the opposite. It's like when I am healthy and energetic and feeling good and have brain clarity, mental clarity and all this stuff, then I can perform all my other life connections and responsibilities better. And it really does work that way. It really does make you feel like you can. You view the world differently when you feel good. Yeah. I know stuff changes. Do you think you'll ever change the way you eat again? I'm always looking to change. Mm -hmm. I'm always looking to see what I can do better. There's always room for that, Mm -hmm. but I will never go backward. I'm always working toward 
cleaner, healthier. Mm-hmm. But now that I know what it feels like to feel good, mm-hmm. I will never go backward. Yeah. Right. It's like, I just wish my only people ask if there are any regrets. Do you have any regrets or do, would you change anything? And I'm like, the only regret I have is that I didn't become vegan sooner. Right. That's literally my only regret. And it's like, once you, once you know stuff, you can't unknow stuff. And I think Sarah said that when she did the one interview with me. Um, so I will be interviewing Sarah Elizabeth next week in case anybody's wondering. Um, again, and it'll be specifically about, you know, these types of things of, of transitioning over the last five years, but um, you can't unknow stuff, right? So once you know right. um, the benefits to your own health, why would you want to take those away, right? But also you say you wish you'd gone vegan sooner. Yeah. Sometimes I think we need to go through what we've gone through Yeah. in order to, to see where we need to go. Right. And like all of my clients are not vegan by any means. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Many of them now identify as plant-based. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, That's great. you know, they're like at that kind of 85 to 90% of what they eat coming mm-hmm. from whole plant foods. And it's like, this is not a, you don't have to be perfect at this. It's not like a perfect system, but I feel like the advice I would give is that the more you can do it, the better you will feel. So the more whole foods you can eat, the better you'll feel. The more plant foods you incorporate, the better you're going to feel. Right? I will say that I, for the most part, mm-hmm. eat whole foods straight across the boards. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I love potatoes. Mm-hmm. And I am also human. <laughs> and every once in a while, there is a chip waiting there. For me. <laughs> and they make potatoes into <laughs> chips. So I told you, the world's coolest vegetable. Right. And you have to take them away from me because if I eat too many, then I don't feel well. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but well, I do love me a good chip. Well, my next question, my <laughs> last question um, was going to be, what are three of your current favorite foods? You don't have to list potato chips. I'm sure that's not on the list. <laughs> if... If I were going to list, they, they would definitely be on there. But if I'm going with my true daily yeah. habits, I will say, and again, if you see my Instagram, mm-hmm. you'd probably be able to guess this, <laughs> potatoes, tofu, and avocado, any of those in any form, in any combination with any food. Yeah. Love them. Like literally eat them on a daily basis. But narrowing it down is hard because there are just so many out there that I really do love. I'm a vegetable person, you know? Yeah. Broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, soy curls, all kinds of beans, mushrooms. The list can go on and on. But I love those things in combination with potatoes, tofu, and avocado. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So the base of the meal. I'm a, cre- I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the base of the meal is potato, tofu, or avocado. Right. And then like whatever else on top. Uh, quite, quite often, yes. Yeah. I love that. Cool. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. <laughs> True. Um, you're a good salad eater, too. Like, you eat a lot of greens. I wouldn't say that's necessarily, like, everybody's favorite thing, but you eat them a lot. I try to incorporate them into somehow in every meal, whether it's spinach or arugula or yeah. romaine. I try to eat them. Cool. All day long. Is there anything else you want to share with the people or say to the people before we go, or are you good? I guess I will just done with saying... I cannot even believe that we made it this far. I know. That we did it as a family. And that is such a blessing, such a joy. And looking forward to what else we have coming. Yeah. It's easier to do things with a support system. 
right? That's the biggest thing that I hear clients struggles about. The biggest thing is if they're the only one who wants to do it, right? So kind of like mom said, reach out. If you are doing this and you're, or you're interested, or even you're just like, I'm just trying to make healthier changes and my support system is not on board. My support system is not there with these healthier changes. That's what we're here for. So yes, you can always reach out to me in a coaching sort of way. You can reach out on Instagram at be well with stuff. You can send an email to stuff at bewellwithstuff.com. You can poke around on the website, find stuff in the blog or podcast for free, set up a free discovery call. If you just want to kind of chat about what you're working on, see if there's a way that I can support you. Um, I'm sure mom would be cool if people send her a message, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions. I'm happy to help to get anybody to be where they would like to be. Yeah. It's definitely, it's worth it. It's worth it because we're worth it. So I will put mom's Instagram in the show notes too. You could find her at should have been chef. I should have said your name, Sharon, at some point. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just going with mom and should have been chef. This is Sharon. Um, (laughs) Hello. Yeah. And um, so I'll put her stuff in the show notes too. And then we'll really look forward to talking with you. And um, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks Thanks for for kicking the series off. That was great. Cool. We'll talk to you all soon. And uh, coming up next week, we'll have Sarah Elizabeth. The week after that, we're going to talk to my dad. (laughs) See you later, guys. Don't miss it. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm BeWellWithStuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.